sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online. At Daughtry Tree Service, we believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Well, seemingly back, I felt like I was a, a resident of Birmingham. I started paying taxes there. But we're back. And it's a uh, Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't turn it down. Yeah, that was kind of odd. Um, Alex is producing today. Um Lots to talk about. And some off-the-beaten-path stuff, too. First of all, we're going to get Nick Belmonte here um, to talk to us um, as he will give you his thoughts on this regional. Nick, as a matter of fact, um, will be in his 20th year of doing postseason for ESPN. He'll be at the uh, Hattiesburg Regional, LSU, Southern Miss, Army, and Kennesaw State. Um, but uh, 20 years he's been doing that. That's, pre- that's pretty cool. Also, congratulations to Gator Softball. I, I, I don't know. And, and it, it's really kind of funny, isn't it? When you look at where softball and baseball were, and look, I get it. Your, your your snapshot is of what's going on at the time, but it is a long season. And softball is the only SEC team to be in Oklahoma City. No FSU, nobody else in the SEC except Florida. It's pretty good. They start play Thursday. All right, let's bring in Nick. Um, as I mentioned, 20 years now. Uh, doing the ESPN thing. He'll be at the Hattiesburg Regional. Nicholas, good to have you. Uh, any surprises here when you watch the, the field announced? Any, anybody? I mean, Kentucky a little bit to me was a surprise, but did, did, did any, anything sneak out at you when you saw everything being announced? Go ahead, Nick. I'm here. Yep, go ahead. Uh, I don't know if you heard me. Sorry, we're having a little technical issue here. Um, yeah. Did anything surprise you when the when the regional pairings were announced? Well, there's always surprises, right? Uh, I know the people at Rutgers got to feel pretty stunned today because they had a heck of a year, and uh, they get upset by Michigan over in their their tournament, and they're they're on the outside looking in. But you know, there's always going to be some stunning things. I mean, obviously we know that the Gainesville regional is going to be a tough one. Yep. And, uh, it's, it's just, uh, you know, Oklahoma, of course they're good. They beat Texas in their deal. And now the central Michigan team is, they play a loose. You think Tennessee is loose? I had these guys in the 2019 regional in Starkville 
And Coach Bishel is their coach, and and he 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 has his guys play loose, and they wore all kind of they were wearing Yoda mask and the whole thing in the dugout. It was crazy that so they're down four nothing in the opening round game to the University of Miami. They win it six five. They upset Miami. So this is a team you can't take lightly. There and they get this kid uh, um, Taylor pitcher on there. Well, yeah, and, and but the kid Palmblad was a guy that was on that 19 team that middled in that game against University of Miami. He's, he's still on their team for Central Michigan. Most of the guys that I had in that regional are gone. Uh, but this Palmblad kid came in and middled in that game and, and was the reason why they came back and won because he just shut Miami down. So, so you know, their team obviously 40-something wins and, and uh, you know, 42 wins. So they're, they're going to be tough. You know, Nick, when you look at Florida, I, I think the biggest turnaround for them was on the mound. Because you look at their team ERA now, it's pretty good. And I think some guys have started to find their roles. We know how homer-happy this team is. But where do you see the biggest improvement in this Gator team from their early struggles to now? Well, I think they're absolutely scary offensively. Every guy in the team has home run power. And seven out of the nine guys in the lineup uh, maybe even eight are a home run threat every time they walk to the plate. They, that we didn't see that early in the year, and the, the, when Sully tweaked that lineup and changed it and, and put Wyatt Langford on top, I see that it, it just took off, and, and I think it's scary. Now, you know, guys like Neely came in at her own, and, and Sprout became the guy. Once Hunter Barco got hurt, he he just took the reins and said, "Okay, I am that guy." So he's. He's a dude right now as, as your opening guy. You know, the bullpen is has been much improved. And then having a couple guys do what they did in the tournament, like, uh, you know, Manning, what he did. And, you know, think about where he was a couple months ago. I mean, I could have, you know, just mentally checked out. But you got to give the kid credit. He hung in there. And then when he got his opportunity, he did a he did a great job. And I remember seeing him after I was leaving the ballpark. He had a midweek game. And he was out there by the tarp at the end of the game, and I was walking by, and you know, he didn't have a good outing. And I just remember saying, so I said, hey, Manning, you threw some really good breaking balls tonight. And he just said, thank you. And I, and, and, and he did. I mean, you, you know, his breaking balls is tr- tr- tremendous. That kid, just a little bit of confidence, and is this is what he needed. And you're going to need a guy like a Timmy Manning in a regional setting. You know how this is, Steve. You, could, you know, you have rain delays, you have this and that. Pitchers get burned on weather sometimes not just uh, the actual uh, you know non-success in the game so it's it's great that uh, that the pitching has has come around Uh, I mentioned this is going to be your 20th year postseason with ESPN Uh, you got the Hattiesburg regional how do you see that well that's going to be an amazing regional uh, because you know LSU is in it and you know they're going to obviously bring the crowd now you know is is the couple of their injuries uh, Barry and and Doty are those guys back? That's going to be key to those to what happens with LSU. Without those two guys, their offense is completely different. Southern Miss has three bona fide starters. I mean, they're 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 solid there. And then uh, Kennesaw State's in there. They they've got some hitters that I know that the middle of their lineup is is pretty darn good. In fact, uh, you know they knocked off uh, Liberty, I guess, in their tournament. And um, then I got I've got Army in there, and one of my uh, 
golfing buddies is a four retired just retired four star general, and he's been telling me for the last couple of years, Arby's got a good baseball team. So, you know, I'm going to get to see him uh, front and center. Yeah, well, we saw them at, at Texas Tech uh, when yeah. in, in Florida's regional a couple of years ago. Right. Um, right, all right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee or the field? Wow. Well. I mean, the odds are you go at the field, but uh, because it's just the way it is. I mean, the pressure on number one, but realistically, who can match up against Tennessee on a, on a, uh, in, a in a three-game series? You know, that kind of a thing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go to the field just because it's just so hard to, to maintain it. Things happen, you know. Things happen. But darn it. I mean, if you if – you, uh, I'm as close to saying Tennessee as I ever had in, in a question like that in my life. <laughs> but you, you, you say, you say, you know, it's just like when they say golf, you know, back in the day, you know, Tiger Woods or, yeah. or the field. Well, well, you know, Tiger Woods had has a sustained years of greatness, so you always went with him. But in golf now, if you go with the the hot golfer at the time, you know, it usually doesn't work out. But uh, I think I think I, I go with the field. But boy, it's it's a it's a tough decision. Let's put it that way. All right, let me leave you with this, my friend. Um, there have been teams that have gone into the tournament really hot, didn't advance, and teams that sort of limp in there, and they do advance. In your mind, how hmm. important is a team like Florida, who's playing well here? How much does do you think? How important is momentum going into this postseason? I think it's everything. I think your confidence level is key. If you're scuffling right now, you're you're not you're not uh, you're mentally not thinking. Okay, I'm playing my best baseball. But right now, the Gators are playing their best baseball, and and this is a, a tribute to to the coaching staff and what Sully's done. You always the key to a great coach is is your team better. The more games you play, do they keep getting better? That's the key, and the Gators are. So I I always with the team that's hot right now. That's that's the team I want. You know, no question about it. Okay. Well, don't forget, Nick's got the Hattiesburg Regional with ESPN, and uh, we'll see how these regionals uh, pan out starting this weekend. Always a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk at you. You're welcome, Steve. Talk to you soon. Okay, Nick. Thank you. Nick Belmonte. Been doing it a long time. He and I, schoolmates at the University of Florida. Yeah. Uh, John, i got to ask if you can call back. I've got a guest coming up right away. After that, it'll be all free phone lines today. 1212 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. The Tampa Bay Rays continue their series with the Texas Rangers. After a 9-5 loss last night, the Rays are looking to bounce back with a win tonight. Ryan Yarbrough is projected to take the mound for the Rays. Tune in right here at 7.30 for coverage of tonight's game. After a strong performance in the SEC tournament over the weekend, the Gator baseball team is set to host the NCAA Regionals where they will host Oklahoma, Liberty, and Central Michigan. Gator Softball has advanced to the Women's College World Series. They are set to take on Oregon State on Thursday in Oklahoma City. In the NHL, the conference finals begin tomorrow when the Tampa Bay Lightning travel to play the New York Rangers. 
That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, folks, the real estate market continues to be a really, really hot thing. What do you think the number one mistake sellers make when selling their home? The answer might surprise you. I asked Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty this big question. And, of course, he's got answers because he has almost 20 years of experience. He's seen it all, the buyer's market, the seller's market, and now the historically low inventory market. He says one of the biggest mistakes sellers make is not planning ahead. When you have the time to sell in this hot market, he says do your research, find out what your home is really worth. If you need to buy another one, Scott Caldwell has off-market listings that never hit the MLS. Do you know almost 50% of sales are with off-market properties? And he has over 8,000 buyers in his database. He has all the information you need to help you plan ahead and net the most money. And obviously, that's the most important thing to you. So start planning ahead. Call Scott Caldwell, 352-209-0000, or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. This is Terry Crews, and that is the sweet, sweet sound of a live audience. That's right. AGT is back with the electricity of a big crowd, with the most incredible acts yet. Plus, your favorite judges, Simon, Howie, Heidi, and Sophia, and one million dollars up for grabs with a live audience. AGT is back, followed by the premiere of Dancing With Myself, tonight on NBC. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Protect your hard-earned savings from inflation with Radiant Credit Union's Adjustable Rate Certificate. Many investors are waiting and watching as interest rates continue to climb, but inflation could be eating away the value of your savings. Our new Adjustable Rate Certificate lets you invest now, knowing that twice each year, your rate will automatically adjust to keep up with interest rates. Learn more at RadiantCU.org protect. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. You know, we're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. It just takes the fun out of living. But I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real lasting relief from pain. 
QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. In the midst of all these regionals and softball and baseball and all that, um, there is football, college football less than 100 days from cranking up. Seth Galena, pro football focus, going to talk a little college football with us. Seth, I can remember, if I'm wrong, please tell me, uh, first of all, welcome, that you were very high on Emory Jones. Tell me about Anthony Richardson and what you think of his prospects. Uh, I, I don't appreciate being outed like that so early in <laughs> Um, yeah I I was I liked the small sample size and I think you know the more I you know we've been doing our PFF college football preview magazine this is going to be our third year comes out in July early July I believe and so I watch all the quarterbacks and I watched you know even if the quarterback had you know 25 pass attempts uh, 50 pass attempts I watch all of them and and I try and uh, extrapolate from that. And I'm realizing that I probably shouldn't do that anymore um, because there's the Emory Jones issue, not a lot of pass attempts. Thought it looked good in the, you know, limited action that he got coming in off the bench, you know, replacing an injured quarterback. Um, and obviously we know what happened there. I'm going to end up doing the same thing with Anthony Richardson because, you know, you, you look, again, it's a small sample size. But you you like a lot of the things. Now it's different than Emory Jones. What I liked about Emory Jones was it felt like he was um, a really good processor. Um, obviously he had tools, but like you felt like that's what he was going to give to the program was was you know the ability to get to the right receiver and not throw bad interceptions and stuff like that. And obviously that's going to happen. With Richardson, you're looking at a guy who was extremely toolsy, um, an unbelievable runner, control the ball with the flick of the wrist. Maybe doesn't, you know, when you saw him, maybe you felt like a lot of the, the throws were schemed up for him rather than him having to go through progressions and stuff like that. So it's a little different, but you're seeing the same type of um, potential, um, again, albeit in a different way, um, from Anthony Richardson that, you, that I thought I saw in Emory Jones. Okay, uh, now <clears throat> let's talk more global things. You know, SEC meetings in Destin, this talk, look, look, it's clear to me that Commissioner Sankey is not happy with his brethren. And the Power Five uh, is just a, is a myth at this point. But there's talk about the SEC breaking away, you know, having its own conference champions. I, I don't buy that at all. What do you see in your crystal ball 
going forward with things like this? Yeah, I think, you know, this is kind of where we are in sports right now. Just everyone wants to break away and, and do their own thing because it feels like there's these imbalances. We're seeing it in European soccer. We're obviously seeing it um, here in college football. I think that we're going to get something down the road that is more of a um, national college football league, conference, whatever you wanted to call it, because I just don't it, – it's just going to be hard for, for college football to keep up, uh, for the rest of college football to keep up with, um, and not just most of the SEC, but obviously you have to probably add in there Ohio State and, and probably Michigan and, and a couple other schools like that, maybe Oregon, so USC. So I think we are going to see that eventually. I think this is just natural progression of things, especially when you get all this money involved. Does it kind of suck? Yeah, obviously. But I just I, I can't see another place where it's going that, you know, because the, the issue is not really like, it's just the teams that already have money want more money. And the teams that already have a lot of money have the say in, in where the sport goes. And that's how they're going to make more money. So I just, I, I can't see it any other way. Okay. Um, now you don't have to have divisions in college football. Some uh, conferences have already said they're scrapping it. Uh, a, a conference like the SEC, do you think that will happen? Well, I think, you know, obviously things will change when Texas and Oklahoma come into the league. It's too too hard, I think, um, to keep the divisions going. Obviously, geographically, almost impossible when you're adding two teams that, you know, would technically be in the West. Um, given the imbalance already between the West and the East over the past you know, few years. So I think we will see the SEC get rid of it. Now, will they go to a pod system? That's probably the best way. Will they go to another type of system that has a rotation in there? I think that's probably the best way because obviously we've seen that um, the scheduling has been out of whack in terms of who plays who and when. You know, uh, your team is, you know, is, I don't know what the specific Florida thing is there, but they're not seeing – Arkansas for, you know, they're seeing Arkansas once every five years. They're going, they're going to Arkansas once every 10 years. Like, that can't happen anymore. And I think the SEC will do its best to change um, that. And it obviously helps them that they don't really even need divisions anymore, like you said. Seth Kalina, our guest, uh, Pro Football Focus. We, we saw the uh, wonderful feud with uh, Saban and with Jimbo Fisher. Uh, do you think at uh, the, the meetings in Destin that Greg Sankey gets him in a room and says, okay, fellas, enough. What do you think happens with this? Yeah, probably at some point. I mean, I think they've already, if, if they haven't done that already, um, you know, like probably right out within a week after this whole thing happened. I mean, it's funny to me just because it's weird that I, I, they're all doing it. <laughs> like, am I wrong? Like they're all doing it. They all know each other. That's to me the craziest thing. They all have. They all know each other's skeletons in their closet. Um, they've all coached together, so I thought that was weird that uh, Saban would go after some guy who knows him relatively well. I guess I guess it's been a while since they coached together, and just the fact that um, you know the secret that's not really a secret is that they're all recruiting like this, and they have been recruiting like this for a long time. So yeah, I think thank you probably just getting in there, and it's not even like make up. 
you know what I mean? It's not even like handshake and make up. It's really just like, uh, <laughs> let's keep this quiet as much as we possibly can um, because everyone knows we're doing it, but uh, no one wants to say it out loud. So that's kind of where I see their, the mending there between those two guys. I'll end with this. Given the initial guidelines set forth now after the wild, wild west that was the NIL, et cetera, where do you see that going, Seth? Because, you know, they're guidelines, and, and that's all they are at this point. What do you see in the future with this? Yeah, I think this is, you know, the issue is always going to be the same where the, guy, the people with money already are going to um, just have more going forward because you you can keep, I mean, like that. I'd say I don't think anything really changes in terms of the structure of college football in terms of who's winning games. That's not going to change because it's the teams that were already spending a lot of money under the table are just going to keep spending a lot of money, but it'll be public. So to me, that I don't think that changes. I think you're going to have a flurry of this. I mean, we're still in this very early stage. We have a ton of transfers. I mean, the transfer rule plus NIL at the same time has created this wild, wild west type of landscape. I think that will settle down, and then we're, we're going to end up with the same, same teams that win divisions and conferences and national titles every year. I don't think that's really going to change. Um, you're obviously looking for a tipping point. Is that like Jacksonville State? You know what I mean? Sorry, is that Jackson State? Like, you know, them picking up a bunch of really good players uh, at a lower level, and then that changes things, and, and, and players think, hey, maybe I can go and play there and still get my shot at the NFL and win some games. I don't know, because honestly, it didn't happen in, in basketball, where you could have had more, you know, one-and-done players say, hey, I can go to this to any program, have a good season, and maybe win some games and still be a top pick, and that really didn't happen. You know, Duke and North Carolina and, and Kentucky and can just still get the best players. So I, I don't see it really changing much. I just think it's good. You know, the players are going to make some money, um, you know, like over the table. And I think that's really the only thing that's going to change. Okay. I know, Seth, you got a lot going on here uh, with Pro Football Focus, so I'll give you a chance to plug what, what you got coming up. Yeah, like I said, the main thing is College Football Preview Magazine. Um, like I said, it's our third time doing it. I think it's our best one yet. Um, I, you can't get this type of stats um, that we give you. Um, I think it's six pages per um, the, uh, per Power Five team, plus plus the teams that are coming into the Power Five in the next couple of years. You can't get this type of information anywhere else. So I highly recommend it. Uh, the PFF College Football Preview Magazine. I think out July fifth. Okay, Seth. I appreciate your time as always. Thank you. Always, anytime. Yep, Seth Galena, Pro Football Focus, talking a little college football. All right, we'll open phone lines from here on out. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired and we were looking for a new dentist and I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, they were just so impressed. 
I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Let's put the worry in their hands and then you'll have great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The best offer ever is back at International Diamond Center. Five years, zero interest financing on practically everything. That $3,000 eternity band is just $50 a month. Buy now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Don't miss this limited time offer. Get that $6,000 designer ring and pay just $100 a month. We'll even finance the sales tax. Fine jewelry has never been more affordable at International Diamond Center. Heard about higher interest rates? Not to worry at International Diamond Center. Right now, with any purchase, you can pay zero interest for five whole years. Engagement rings, wedding bands, designer fashion jewelry, pendants, earrings. Buy now and spread your payments out over five whole years with zero interest. How about a $10,000 designer ring for just $167 a month? Don't miss this amazing buying opportunity. Now for a limited time at International Diamond Center. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Life is all about choices, veggies or meat, sleep in or hit the gym. Luckily, choosing Cox Internet over AT&T is easy. With Cox, you can always choose Internet that can deliver speeds even faster than 5G providers. With AT&T, you don't. That's easier than packing a swimsuit for the pool. Get Cox today, the no-brainer choice for fast and reliable Internet. Based on Gigablast download speeds up to 1 gigabit per second compared to average download speeds over 5G. Download speed up to 1 gigabit per second requires Dox's 3.1 modem with 2.5 gigabits per second Ethernet port. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. With bright sunny skies for the first half of our day, temperatures are going to get hot. They'll get to near 90 degrees. There's lots of humidity in the atmosphere. That means it's going to feel like the upper 90s, maybe even the triple digits. Now, by the mid to the late afternoon, sea breeze showers should pop up along the I-75 corridor. And just like yesterday, push westward toward the nature coast. Those storms settling down shortly after sunset. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. I went to my daughter's graduation yesterday. Yep. Sixth grade graduation. Is that because she's going into, like, uh, junior high school now? Or why yeah, is she's that? going into junior high, which is interesting, Jay. Their middle school is on the same campus as high school. High school. See, that's scary to me, though. That's... No, no. But see, I ain't having that, though. I ain't even worried about all that. Hi-ya! She already know. I done told her. Taekwondo, ha! Ah. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Fame, 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 fame. Welcome back. All right. Uh, the rest of the day, it's us. So, got plenty to talk about here. Softball, baseball. How about, how about those New York Rangers? If you... I, I, look, 
when it comes to my my sports teams, I'm always pessimistic because they usually suck. I, I watched la- it was two nothing, and I thought, wow, they're actually beating Carolina on the road. This won't last. And that, that's my mindset, as opposed to yes, they're up two nothing. Uh, and they ended up beating Carolina on the road, and they're facing the Lightning for the Stanley Cup. That's amazing. And I don't like rooting against the Lightning. I think the Lightning are great, but I'm rooting against them now. Just for one series, at least, I am. You can bet that. Uh, all right, let's get to John here. John, hello. Yeah, congratulations on your Rangers, man. I I, I was kind of rooting for them, you know. And uh, we'll see. It could be a good series, you know. We'll find out. You know, yep. you know we'll get the Lightning. So congratulations to you. Um, first, uh, Steve, I want to commend you and Jeff. What a what a yeoman job you guys did last week. I know, you know, just it's kind of be a little bit hard on you guys, you know, not I mean, not knowing when and where and what time games are going to be played through all the rains. But after towards the end of the end of the, of the week, you guys start getting some beautiful weather. You know, you guys, like I said, you guys did an excellent job, and uh, I, I'm so impressed with the way you guys. You even mentioned on the radio just that. One game against uh, Texas and when we just we just befuddled them, man, nine to nothing, you know. And I and I wanted to get a, a chance to see where we we're at against Tennessee, and it just seems that like three of the four games that Florida did, it just seems like that one inning just kind of just just kind of put Florida down, you know. And, and then you know, just still fighting on Sunday. Just I'm just really impressed with them. So, you know, you guys, you just mentioned it with Nick. You know, it's a tough uh, you know region here. Now, ironic that we got Liberty back in here. So, you know, Florida's a different team than when we played them back then. I'm sure that they're a different team. So let's, you know, lace them up and, you know, and just let's go play ball. And uh, finally, uh, you had mentioned earlier about uh, softball. I'm so impressed with them. You know, just going out there, you know, you'd mentioned it to to a caller last week about if they didn't get through a regional is is a disappointment. No, we got past the, the regional. We went through the super regional. So let's let's go out there. The intensity that Florida has, you know, with the speed, you know, they they can uh, make things interesting. You know, I'm not sure how they match up against an Oklahoma, but the power and the speed. So let's let's go out there too, and let's just, you know, just uh, you know, see where we're at, man. Steve, I appreciate you taking my call, and I'll holler at you later. John, thank you, and thank you for the kind words. I will tell you, um, maybe because I'm get, <clears throat> I'm getting older, but I was really tired coming home Sunday and it would have been worse uh, we got the charter back uh, where we had planned on driving and because Florida was in it on Sunday it would have been, a, been about a three in the morning arrival at home um, so but yeah it, it is hard it's hard on everybody you know you don't know when you're playing you know some of the games started at 11 o'clock eastern time at night Florida got a break you know that they didn't get any of those kind of games so uh you know but look in the end it was good let's get to john he says the runner plays second on second and extra innings for mlb can it be anyone on the team or is there a rule i think the rule is if like the if if, let's say the the cleanup hitter is coming up right the three hole hitter is put on second base or a pinch runner you can actually have, you can insert a pinch runner in the game. I believe that's the rule. And he says, has the rule changed for extra innings, changed teams' rosters at all? No. No. Remember Oakland 
way back in the day when Charlie Finley had, you know, Herm Wa- not uh was it Herm Washington? It wasn't Claude L. It was they had a they had a runner that was I can't remember his name now, but no, it, it doesn't change the rosters at all. Uh so they don't carry a track champion. Uh they don't carry Ronaldo Nehemiah to uh, go pinch run. No. Um but I believe that's the rule. Steven says, Who are you picking in the NBA finals? Ah. I think Al Horford had the longest streak of playing without making a final. And that's been now broken. Good for him. I don't know why. Golden State certainly has had the easier road. that They're rested. You know, Boston has had to scrape and scrap and, you know, beat a good Miami Heat team. But the Celtics have been beat up, and Golden State hasn't really been beat up. So that would tell you, go with Golden State. I'm not. I don't know why. Maybe because of Horford. You know, but I'd like to see the Seas win. Golden State's probably going to win. But I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Seas just on because I want it. Hope that helps, Stephen. Charles says, why don't the umpires enforce any excessive waste of time like batters doing their ritual between swings, especially batting women's softball? Games are getting hard to watch. Charles, if, if you – umpires have the discretion to tell a hitter, get in the box. I think there is a fine line between allowing a hitter to do what the hitter does in terms of, you know, whatever they do for – preparing to step in the batter's box. Is it a pain in the neck to have the hitter do the same thing after every pitch? It is. You know, you step out of the box, you adjust your batting glove, you touch your hat, you check, okay, uh, and, then, and then put your hand up. That, that's the thing. He's already out of the box, right? And he gets back in the box, puts the hand up, tells you, like, time, time. Well, if you add that up over the course of a game, well, then you wonder why games are getting longer. Umpires can. Umpires can say, get in the box. But they understand ritual. But I hear what you're saying, Charles. William says, to your point, change on the mound in the last month was great. The tweaks to the lineup, especially the Young Bucks with Cags and Evans, has been fantastic. Like you and I discussed all year, I don't understand why Sully didn't shuffle sooner. I can tell you why. I can tell you why. I've coached. Okay. If you have guys that traditionally have done it for you, I think you give them extra leeway. When I was coaching at Eastside, my leadoff guy had what the year before was really good. I knew he could hit, but he never let off before. And I put him in the leadoff spot, and man, did he struggle. And I thought about sitting him. And I just had a conversation with him, and I said, look, if you hit 100, you're going to be my leadoff guy. That helped him. But was I contemplating? I was giving him about three more games, and I would have had to make a change. You just have to do what's best for the team. But that's part of the reason why, I think, William, because if, if, you know, Callie, who thought Callie Lau would struggle like this? I mean, I don't think anybody did. Uh, and he good, good, too. But you do have to, at some point, I think you make an adjustment, and that did. He said if it would have happened, team could have been a national seed. 
the announcers this past week were gushing over Sully for the changes, as they should, but I guess they don't know that Thompson played the middle infield in high school, which he did. I guess my point, making these adjustments when you were 6-12 and 12 in the league is not near as crazy as the National guys are making it sound. The age-old question for you, do you pitch Sprout game one, or do you go with Neely and save Sprout for game two? I would pitch Sprout in game one here, William, only because, you know, this is a team that is not going to be intimidated, in my opinion. They have beaten Power 5 teams before. Okay, They won the Mid-American Conference Tournament. They're in the NCAA Tournament for the third straight year. They were in Starkville. They went 1-2. and two, And they went to Notre Dame and finished 2-2. Two and two. And they beat Miami. And they beat Michigan. So... I don't think they're going to be afraid to play. And they got a pretty good pitcher in Taylor, who I think will be their starter. And if anything has shut Florida down, it's been good arms. We saw that in the first couple of games of the SEC tournament. You know, Will Sanders was really good for Carolina, and A&M's guy was good. Well, that's why I don't think you take a chance. Because, first of all, if you do that and lose, you're going to get second guess from here to next week. So to me... William, it's a legitimate question to ask, I think, but I would start Sproke, no doubt. Come on, people, there's plenty to talk about here. 12.43, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery ESPN. See, how about, how about people calling today and saying, what a great job by Tim Walton, what a great job by Kevin O'Sullivan after their teams you know, didn't do well early but now had this going awry, right? That, those phone lines would be filled to the brim. Well, they couldn't go. It's about time they leave. Yeah. How it is. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jensen Young. The Tampa Bay Rays continue their series with the Texas Rangers. After a 9-5 loss last night, the Rays are looking to bounce back with a win tonight. Ryan Yarbrough is projected to take the mound for the Rays. Tune in right here at 7.30 for coverage of tonight's game. After a strong performance in the SEC tournament over the weekend, the Gator baseball team is set to host the NCAA Regionals, where they will host Oklahoma, Liberty, and Central Michigan. Gator softball has advanced to the Women's College World Series. They are set to take on Oregon State on Thursday in Oklahoma City. In the NHL, the conference finals begin tomorrow when the Tampa Bay Lightning travel to play the New York Rangers. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. If you're like me, this is a great time of the year to go out and do things. Hike and bike and swim and run. But you can't do that if you have joint pain. Because if you have that, you just can't do the things you want to do. But I've got great news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Get real relief from pain. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call the local medical professionals today at QC Kinetics with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 
352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. Beat the heat. Here's how to stay cool in hot weather. Buy a boat from Polaris of Gainesville. Tie on a tube. Toss out a lure. Take a cruise. Tahoe fiberglass runabouts and deck boats help families escape. Looking at saltwater fishing boats? Mako combines the spirit of adventure with a legacy of trust. Nitro fiberglass bass boats are designed to make you a champion. Tracker all-welded aluminum boats have helped families catch fish and make memories for 40 years. Buy a tracker boat from your authorized tracker marine dealer, Polaris of Gainesville. Visit PolarisofGainesville.com. Polaris of Gainesville is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any maker model, we're paying top dollar right now. Turn that dust collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. friend, but you see, our ladies like theirs covered in dirt and chalk. Play ball! We are your home for Gators softball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Welcome back. The rest of the day is ours today. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Tom is here to talk. Hello, Tom. Hey, Steve. Uh, been going on a trip out to uh, the West Coast for a month and got back. And, man, uh, Gator, Spall, or Gator Spring Sports sure have done well. It's amazing how well all the spring sports have done. Yep, um, lacrosse did well. Men's tennis uh, did well. Women's tennis got to the uh, NCAA tournament. Track is still going on, uh, and baseball and softball have done well. So, yep, you're right. I, I, and golf, men's golf got to the NCAA championships too, as did the women. So, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's been amazing. And uh, now, uh, help me out here, Steve. Are both the softball and the baseball going to be hosting? Baseball, uh, softball's at the World Series. Okay. You 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 missed a couple of weeks there, Tom, uh, on your trip okay. there. Um, but baseball will host this weekend, yes. Oh, that's great. So we'll be playing here. Correct. 
boy, the freshman pitchers have come around some, don't you think? Yes, I think that's one of the reasons why Florida has gotten better here. Look, let, let's not make <clears> – <throat> uh, I'm not going to minimize this. When Florida struggled, they struggled against good teams, right? And I'm taking nothing oh, yeah. away from Carolina or Missouri, but one of the reasons why Florida was better was because the competition – wasn't as good. They feasted on teams that weren't as good. That's just the truth. I'm not saying Florida can't compete. I don't mean it that way, but that's the truth if you look at the standings. But I think Florida certainly proved in the SEC tournament by beating Texas A&M, you know, playing Tennessee tough, that they're playing much better baseball. Oh, yeah. I I thought they played Tennessee real tough, uh, which, you know, Tennessee is very, very good this year. Yes, they are. No question. Well, I missed your show. Didn't get to hear it too much out there on the West Coast, but uh, glad to be back and listening again. Thanks for all you do, Steve. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate your call. Bradley says, why didn't we pitch Sproda on Sunday for the championship game? Uh, I think two reasons. One, he had thrown, I think, 108 pitches in his previous start. And, look, I I think most people knew – at least people I had talked to, that regardless of what Florida did on Sunday, they were going to host. So why, you know, why waste Sprout? Why you want him fresh and ready to go for a regional? That is my opinion, Bradley, as to why that didn't happen. Uh, let's bring Dan to the show. Dan, hi. Hey, Steve. Um, you know, what's amazing is uh, the – the regional, super regional that the women were in, in Blacksburg, you you, you got to think that after the the uh, Friday game, there must have been a lot of confidence on that Virginia Tech uh, dugout and the fans, six to nothing. Uh, and then things certainly t- took a turn for the, for the worse for them on Saturday um, because when they gave up that four-run uh, fifth inning, it just, you know, the momentum just completely changed at that point. Yeah. And, I mean, give know. Florida credit. You know, they yeah. had to, they had to sit through that long weather delay. Yeah. And then, you know, Tech got the first one. It's ironic, too, that both softball and baseball are going to have to play Virginia Tech. If Exactly. If I was just, getting to that. It was really weird. Um, that but, if if and, the Gators continue, yeah. baseball. And, and that's why I said I, I think Tim Walton – did one of his best coaching jobs. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying this team isn't deserving. I, I I don't mean it that way at all, but they don't really have the dominant arm. They haven't hit a lot of home runs. They've, they've sort of, you know, strung things together. Uh, they've always played good defense. So, yeah, I mean, and they're the only SEC team in the, in the darn thing, so that's pretty good too. And, uh, and then, of course, Sunday in Blacksburg, they must have just thought, what in the world is happening? You know, run ruled. Uh, you know, it's just, and the irony is that if you look at the ESPN uh, website, this picture they have, um, Keely Rochard, um, who took the loss on Sunday, uh, she was listed on there as one of the t- 10 people who would have an impact on the, the women's uh, you know, playoffs. Yeah, so I mean, she was 26 and 
two or three or whatever the heck yeah. she was. So yeah, but you know but what? Bad day. Justin Verlander has a bad day. Yeah, and she picked a bad day to have a bad day. Exactly. And finally, uh, I'll get off the air here. Um, the notorious bat flip in the uh, ninth inning of the Tennessee game. Yep. Uh, that was seemed pretty classless to me. But what's your take on that? Yeah, we we mentioned it on the broadcast. Um, look, the, the game has changed. That's just you know kind of the way it is. Um, I don't know that he did it to show up Florida as much as, you know, look at me, I had a home run, and I'll flip the bat. Yeah. It, you know, if I were pitching, next time he was up, he wouldn't be standing yeah. up. But yeah. that's just, again, the game has changed. That was my, I was going to say, wouldn't you, like, next time if Florida was to face them again, yeah, he'd get a little uh, Frank Rayola chin music, as they say. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, at, first of all, if they were to face him again, it would have to be in Omaha. Yeah. And that's a long way removed from that. So, you know, why? I, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't do that then. If, if they were going to play the next day, you know, if they were mm-hmm. in a series, Dan, mm-hmm. uh, I think you'd have more of a chance of that happening. But if, I, don't think it, I don't think it would happen anyway, but I think there's more of a chance. Okay, thank you, Steve. Yes, sir, Dan. Thank you for your call. 392-8255. Yeah, that uh, Rochard, I believe, was 26-2 and two or something like that. And Florida, in less than three innings, I think she gave up eight earned runs. That You just don't know. And, you know, Delbry and Lugo split it and both did a great job. Austin, hello. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Okay. Good. Um, yeah, just I know other people have said it, but you know I really enjoyed listening to you and Jeff this weekend, and uh, you guys do a really great job on the broadcast. Uh, I, I can tell you one thing: I never get tired of hearing that. But but thank you. No, I'm kidding. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, well, and uh, I guess you know going into the regional, I think you know props to the Gators of Denver. You know when we were sitting there at six and twelve in the lead, everyone was like, "Oh no, you know Florida's not going to do anything," but. You know, just the resilience of these guys is really great. And uh, they did a really good job with this team. And I, I wanted to ask you, like, in terms of, you know, the, the team and stuff like that, do you think this probably has been one of the best coaching jobs Sully has done in terms of the ups and downs of the season? Yes, because, you know, I look, sometimes I think people who follow the team even forget this because what do you always hear – at the start of a season, Austin, it's the number one recruiting recruiting class in the country or the number two or the number four or whatever that is. Well, mm-hmm. I think the expectation then is that, okay, these freshmen are going to play and hit 350 or they're going to, you know, come in and pitch and go 10 and two. Well, mm-hmm. it doesn't always work that way. You know, sometimes freshmen have to adjust. They're facing different pitching. They're facing different hitting. So, yeah, and then remember, they lost their Friday night guy. Mm-hmm. That's an adjustment. So it took a while for these young pitchers to find their niche and, and to get their roles. And so, yes, it's, it's a good coaching job by Sully and his staff, and, it's, it's an, and the moves that they made to you know, get the team where they are now, that's, that's part of the deal. Right, I agree. And uh, the one thing, I'll, I'll ask this and get off the air, but um, – just wanted to kind of see what team uh, scares you in this regional and uh, look forward to it and go Gators. Thanks, Okay, Steve. thank you, Austin. No team 
I, I think it's a very difficult regional for Florida. I think this is one of the most difficult regionals of them all because I think you have, you know, as, as I mentioned before, when uh, Liberty, even though they didn't play great down the stretch, they beat in Florida. When you take a look at Central Michigan, uh, they've been in three straight now uh, NCAA tournaments and regionals. And Oklahoma won the Big 12 tournament. So, I mean, this this if this isn't the toughest regional, it's one of them, certainly. Paul, you got about 90 seconds, sir. Go ahead. Hey, Steve. I was just calling to find out what's going on with Nesbitt and on the pitching staff. It seemed like he was our midweek starter. I expected we'd see him during this tournament with our need for pitchers, and it didn't seem like I saw him at all, especially in a starting role. He pitched. Uh, he just didn't pitch a lot. Okay. I really, yeah, I was kind of looking for him, and then they came out with Manning, and I was wondering, did he pitch, I guess, in a relief role, huh? Yeah, he did. Okay. Must have been one of those later games that I had to be in it bed was. for. So. It was. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. Okay, Paul. Thank you. And how about that move? How about starting Timmy Manning and Karsten Finvold and getting the production they got out of them? Who would have thought that? That was pretty cool to see. That's our first hour. Our thanks to my friend Nick Belmonte for coming on and talking about uh, the baseball regionals and Seth Galina from Pro Football Focus talking a little college football. Hour two is... All us. Call us up, talk some sports. You're listening to Sports Scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. What I'll eat, I just don't know. Hey, Bob Rose here, and every time I look at the menu at Copper Monkey West, that's what I say to myself. They have so many delicious options, it's hard to decide. Should I get the chicken pot pie pasta with chunks of tender white chicken with veggies and rotini pasta in creamy chicken and cheddar cheese sauce? Oh, yeah. Or maybe one of their USDA choice steaks, like the 12-ounce Certified Angus New York Strip. Maybe it's the black and red fish over wild rice with veggies. So delicious. And, of course, there's always the legendary Copper Monkey West Burgers, voted best in the area numerous times. You know, that's the thing, because whatever I end up choosing, I know the service will be top-notch. Because warm smiles and friendly faces make for a wonderful dining atmosphere. Is that what you're looking for? Good food, good service, good people? Well, it's all at Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. I'll see you there. Patriots, if you love this country, then be it. Rock the red. Rock the red. It's a rockin' all-day rally with Eric Trump on stage in Ocala and on the big screen, the bombshell movie 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Rock the Red is Saturday, June 11th at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. See Eric Trump, Roger Stone, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, and more. Get your tickets and VIP up-close experiences now. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. rocktheredflorida.com. Paid for by Rock the Red Florida. At Lubsack, they know a lot about total comfort. And they also know that doesn't mean just a couch to sit on and relax. It's a couch that evolves with you and your ever-changing needs. 
Stealth Tech System featuring immersive 5.1 surround sound by Harman Kardon travels through the fabric and upholstery on your couch to deliver unparalleled immersive audio experience. Learn more at lovesack.com. Love, S-A-C, lovesack.com, designed for life furniture. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday, final day of the month of May. Yeah, boy. Alex producing today. Um... Coming up in the show, we'll take your phone calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I'm also going to tell you about an Arkansas radio sports host uh, who is in trouble today. I will tell you why. In the meantime, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. Good afternoon. Yep. I just, I just want to say, not only am I impressed with the way you and uh, and Jeff work together, but you might not want to give up, give away any trade secrets. But both of you have, no matter who, which player for which team is, is coming up, you have the, the the their stats like immediately. Uh, I don't know how you guys do it, uh, but uh, if you want to, want to give any any trade secrets, fine. But uh, I'm I'm interested in how you do it. Sure, um, Tony. There, like, like anything else. Um, you, you, you do some prep work before the broadcast. Uh, the, the statistics are given to us. There's a sheet of paper that says, you know, here's Florida, here's what they're hitting. What you, what you look for sometimes is the numbers within the numbers. For example, uh, I'm going to use Alex here. Alex is hitting 280, okay? But maybe over the last five games, Alex is... 10 for 15. Well, okay, he's hot. Conversely, Joe Smith's hitting 320, but over his last 10 games, he's only 3 for 18. And and you have to look at the numbers, and then you compile them. And then, you know, I think Jeff does the same. I think I can speak for him in this. He We look for numbers that I think would be interesting for the listening audience. Uh, supposing... Uh, a pitcher's pitched three times against Florida. Well, I want to give those numbers. He's either been successful or he's not been successful. So it's part of the homework that you do. Yeah, actually, uh, I'm very impressed, and, and I really enjoy the, uh, listening to the statistics. But I, I was wondering, I said, well, they can't have that on the top of their head. They no. have to have them somehow. No, 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 we, no, we, no. We, we, they're, they're given to us, and then we sift through, you know, to kind of see, you know, what numbers might be pertinent and appropriate for the broadcast. Perfect. All right. Thank you. That answered my question. I appreciate it, Steve. Have a good okay, day. Okay, Tony. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you for the kind words. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about this Arkansas radio host. Derek Ruskin is his name. 
Yeah, he's a radio host on ESPN Arkansas, like ESPN Gainesville. Okay. Um, their catcher is Michael Turner. Now, and this is interesting, too, because it talks about the fan base. If you remember last year, Arkansas won the SEC baseball tournament. They were a national seed and did not win um, the College World Series. Okay? Well, Turner was asked a question, and he said, quote, we're trying to keep the circle tight and cut out a lot of the outside noise. It's not always that easy to play here. There's a lot of people that are fans. Some are good fans. Some are not good fans. If you read Twitter after the game, it can get in your mind a little bit. So we're just trying to keep the circle tight and keep moving forward. Uh, he, Ruskin, responded this way and then played Turner's comments. Excuse the language. I'm going to tell you now. Okay? I'll say it, and I wouldn't say this about a young player, Michael Turner. He's a fifth-year guy from Kent State. He's a stupid ass, the catcher for the Arkansas Razorbacks. First of all, you're not a Razorback. You're a rental player and have sucked, so thanks for nothing. Secondly, as a rental player, you don't get to come in here and criticize this fan base, you stupid ass. Not a chance. The question was about the entire team, and you used the entire answer to take a swing at this fan base. You're a disgrace, Michael Turner. You're a disgrace. You shouldn't get to wear that uniform again. What a loser. You know why they're losing? Because you're a loser, and you're the catcher. You're in charge of this whole thing on the infield. You're a loser and a disgrace, and you can't get out of this program soon enough, unquote. The uh, Arkansas, the ESPN Arkansas market manager said he'd be taking some time away from the stations and that the comments went too far and didn't meet the station's standard for, quote, quality content, unquote. Yeah. How about that? So he criticized, how dare you criticize this fan base? You, you're not from here. You're from Kent State. How dare you? But see, isn't it interesting what constitutes quality programming? Now, I would say to you, if I said that, the same fate might come to me. Because, look, it's fair game to criticize. But you're also criticizing college athletes as opposed to a pro. I know what you're going to tell me, and I think it's going to be an interesting conversation, okay? If you're a college athlete and you're making all kinds of money with NIL, that opens up Pandora's box to me. Because now you're not just an athlete on a scholarship. You're an athlete making more money than me. So I think now you're going to start seeing fans be more openly critical of athletes they know that are making NIL money, large amounts of it. And that's a whole debate in and of itself, but I do think that is going to happen because the line between a pro and a college player, which used to have a pretty good demarcation, is now blurred.
Anyway, thought that you might want to hear that uh, for what it's worth. Barbarino, hello. Hey, hey, Mr. Steve. Hey. Boy, I tell you what, this was a rather exciting weekend to be a Gator fan. Man, uh, congrats to Ben Shelton winning the national championship for singles. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Uh, um, you you should have because he's really good. He, okay, you're, you're going to see him uh, playing in tournaments and pro tournaments. He's good. I mean, so is okay. Sam. I'm not taking because Sam. They could have actually met had Sam not lost in the I think the semis. Um, but he's good. He's really good. Okay, I heard. Uh, did I hear correctly that this was the second consecutive year that a a Gator yes tennis player had won? Who, yes. Who won it last year? Sam won it. Oh well, how how about that? Yeah. How about that? Okay. Uh, this uh, kudos to the softball team. I mean, <clears throat> I'm telling you what when when you saw Friday and they got. You know, steamrolled six to nothing, and there was all kind of delay and everything. And man, what a turnaround! It's why, now, you, it's why you play three. That's why you play three. not one. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I know Oklahoma in the World Series. Oklahoma's number one, and Florida is like 14th seed or something like that. But they're in opposite divisions or whatever they you know they split those eight teams into four uh i'm gonna be rooting for them and the and the baseball team you know they they didn't uh you know after getting you know boat roaded by texas a&m man they came back again with a vengeance uh let me ask you something on the softball team did uh I mean, I know that Elizabeth Hightower got kind of, you know, beat up pretty bad in that first game. But it seemed like uh, I was a little surprised that by the time game three rolled around that that they didn't go back to her. Or was there something uh, – was there something there that that I didn't see? Yeah, uh, it's called they have other pitchers. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I guess, I guess, uh, I guess, because she got beat up pretty good, uh, they just decided to, you know, try the other. And those two pitchers on Friday, I mean, my goodness gracious! And the baseball guys, those freshmen, Manning and that other fella. I mean, it's like holy moly! You know, where are these guys been hiding? Well, I mean, they they took a chance. And they perform well, but let, let me go back to softball. If you follow, okay. if you follow the team, you know that they don't really have a dominant pitcher. So they had four yeah. pitchers that had twenty or more appearances. So that was, you know, unlike some years when you've had a dominant arm and you see that pitcher pitch all the time. Well, they didn't have that. So if Hightower, if they don't think that's a good matchup. See, here's the other thing. In softball, you can do this. Baseball, you really can't to do as much of a degree. If you pitch, let, let's say you throw Hightower. 
and she's not effective, and you think their lineup is not conducive to what Hightower does, well, then you have the luxury of pitching Lexi Delbry or the luxury of pitching mm-hmm. Natalie Lugo. You don't necessarily have that in baseball, so that's what Tim Walton did, and it worked. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, obviously, we got the right results, and and uh, obviously, the bats, you know, came alive in those next two games, and uh, I don't know, wouldn't it? Well, I started to say it wouldn't have mattered who pitched, but <coughs> but it's a whole lot better to beat somebody twelve to nothing, and uh, it's just what a turnaround, just what a turnaround yep. on it was both good. the baseball right. and the softball teams. So. All right, Barbarino, thank you, appreciate your call. Yeah, because I, I think I'm right in this. I, I did not see the softball we were doing baseball, but I think Delbury and Lugo combined on both days. I think that after Hightower, you know, got hit pretty hard, I think they went Delbury and Lugo when, when, and when they won both the games. I, I think I'm right. Uh, a softball aficionado can tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's what Tim did. And because I think he found that those two just happened to pitch better against that lineup. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. The Tampa Bay Rays continue their series with the Texas Rangers. After a 9-5 loss last night, the Rays are looking to bounce back with a win tonight. Ryan Yarbrough is projected to take the mound for the Rays. Tune in right here at 7.30 for coverage of tonight's game. After a strong performance in the SEC tournament over the weekend, the Gator baseball team is set to host the NCAA Regionals, where they will host Oklahoma, Liberty, and Central Michigan. Gator softball has advanced to the Women's College World Series. They are set to take on Oregon State on Thursday in Oklahoma City. In the NHL, the conference finals begin tomorrow when the Tampa Bay Lightning travel to play the New York Rangers. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Well, folks, gas prices just continue to rise, and who knows where that's going to end over this long, hot summer. And the people of Southeast Car Agency know that. And that's why they are working to bring you as many varieties of vehicles to their lot as they can get you. They do that and work hard to do it every day. And remember, this is the cream of the crop, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They've been doing the same thing for over 40 years. You can check them out online, secars.com. You'll see all the pertinent information there. If you want to eyeball them for yourself, test drive them yourself, you can do that by going to see them at Northeast 39th Avenue. Their sales staff is there to help, but they do never, ever hard sell you. They just work with you to make sure you're getting the vehicle you want to get. I've been a customer of theirs for years. Every vehicle I've had has been good for me, including the one I'm driving now. They'll do the same for you. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. 
Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. It's awesome. Okita America is the best. It's summer camp season, and nobody in Gainesville does summer camp like Okita America. I think it's great, family-oriented, and it instills a lot of confidence and values. Weekly field trips, academic coaching, sports programs, and more. Okito America has classes for all ages. Whether you want full days, half days, or individual days, they're all available for the summer for all ages 3 and up. Drop by Okito America today at 6900 Southwest Archer Road or find out more at okitoamerica.com. Kids are amazing, and at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Williams says, what do you attribute the low batting averages at MLB? Muncie is hitting 150. Schwarber's hitting 188. Oh, uh, boy. I could talk about that till 2 o'clock. But, look, pitching is dominant. And launch angles... And it's acceptable now to strike out. I, I can tell you, when I played, I was embarrassed to strike out. Now it's like, eh, okay. I strike out 150 times, okay. But if I hit 30 homers, I'm good. The, the game's changed. Let's get to uh, Mick. Mick, hello. Steve, I'm loving this softball. But I'm wondering when the politically correct crowd gets in on, you know, the the mascots when applied to the females 
I heard uh, Tennessee playing Oregon State, and the Tennessee announcer was telling about you know the bases being loaded with uh, there's a beaver on every base, and uh, the Arkansas ladies, you know, the Razorbacks. Is it going to be acceptable to say the Hogs are taking the field? Uh, I, I just wonder, you know, all these mascots were picked way back when and how they're going to fit into the, the present. Have you heard any uh, reaction to any of that? No. Um, and I think you have to be careful, you know, with, with <laughs> what you say, especially in this day and age. Um, but, but I'll give you an example. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't this be different if if you said, I'll use the Arkansas case. If somebody yeah. said uh, the Hogs take the field as opposed to the Lady Hogs take the field. There's a big difference. Big difference. Okay. So I think part of that is, is what you choose to use. Um, so, I mean, I think in this day and age, you have to be careful of a lot of things that you say. But I don't know if you if you just prefaced it by and there's a lot of women's teams, by the way, that don't like the lady in front of it. They want to be known as the Gators. They want to be known as the Crimson Tide. You you think the Wisconsin team would rather be the Lady Badgers than the Badgers? No, I don't. (laughs) I don't. Now, I know Tennessee women's basketball has always been the Tennessee Lady Vols. That's sort of their gig. Right, and that Pat Summit and all that. So I think there are some schools that do that, but I think there are very few. I think they want to be known as, you know, the now the Florida women's, and you don't say the Florida women's softball team because there's not a men's team. It's the Gators softball team. That's the way it should be. If there's tennis, I get it. Florida women's tennis team, Florida men's tennis team. They're two different things. Okay, I tell you. I, I, Play-by-play and announcing can't be easy, not in this day and time, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's okay. I think you just have to be smart in, in what you say. Simple. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me ask you about the, uh, the baseball. Yep. Uh, when Tennessee, uh, you know, was up to bat and we walked the third batter to have the bases loaded to bring up the uh, leading hitter in the uh, – God, in the league, I think. Uh, you know what, what? What your buddy calls a little guy, five foot nine, hundred seventy-five pounder, <laughs> and he hits the double that you know clears the bases. Uh, weren't there other options there? I mean, even if there, there's only that, one option. There's only one other option in, in what you're what you're saying, right? You don't walk the guy. That's the only other option. Yeah. But you take your chance, right? And again, I would I would have pitched carefully to both them guys. Well, okay, that's your view, and then Kevin O'Sullivan has another view, and I may have another view. But that's what coaches get paid for. And when you make the right decisions, you look like a genius. And when it doesn't work, well, then you're subject to criticism. The Gators look good coming back. You know, five runs. Uh huh. Uh, You know, not finishing eight eight no. You know. Uh, yep. All right. I, 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 I can take some calls, Mick. Thank you for yours. Uh, I got a lot of emails to take, too, here. Mark says, th- this is an interesting email, and I'm going to do this now. Uh, I'm going to have uh, – oh, let me get to David first. He says, you're correct about the pitching this weekend. 
Lugo really had her changeup working and was effective. Look after Delbree's hard stuff. Really proud of this team. That's part of what pitching strategy is. Thank you, David. I, I, I didn't get a chance to see it. it was doing baseball. But, you know, sometimes if, if you know, if you think you have a pitching matchup that's advantageous, you go with it, right? Uh, and that's – and Hightower was not effective against that lineup. Um, John says, I haven't read or heard much discussion about a particular play I think cost us the championship, and that was the misjudgment of the left field fly that scored three runs. Uh, take that away, and the whole end of the game could be different. Well, yeah, but, John, I think there's a lot of things in a game you can look at and say, what if? You know, if this would have happened, if that, if a pitch was made, uh, if it was a strikeout instead of a double. I mean, there's a lot of things. Um, but I will say this, the, the deficit that Florida had to overcome, uh, you know, what was difficult. Uh, Patrick says, we don't have a dominant pitcher in softball. Was surprised he went up with the other girl, but was happy. Does he start her Thursday, Lexi? Well, again, you look at who you're facing. You start the pitcher that you think is going to give you the best chance to win. That's why he has the luxury of the different arms he's got, Patrick. Uh, I don't think there's, you know, I, I, if I had to say who's a number one, it'd probably be Hightower, I would think. But he has certainly shown he'll mix and match when he needs to. All right, this is Mark. He says he's a huge fan of both consistency and collegiate players showing emotion. He wishes football players could still spike the ball in the end zone, dance, take their helmets off after scoring uh, a touchdown. He says, to me, the following are equivalent in baseball. Flipping the bat and stomping on home plate to spiking the football. Dancing on second base after hitting a double. Dancing in the end zone. Taking off your helmet to do a dance. Dancing in the end zone. Something doesn't add up here. And if you were to penalize these players, how would you do it? I.e., home run bat flip nullifies the homer, just a double. Uh, players hit a double, dance on second base, now just a single. I get what you're saying, and I'm going to delve into that more uh, when we get back. 127, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell. You know, we're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. It just takes the fun out of living. But I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. Dave Ray's Automotive. We get the bugs out of your car. 
Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Veterans, whatever you're going through, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. With bright sunny skies for the first half of our day, temperatures are going to get hot. They'll get to near 90 degrees. There's lots of humidity in the atmosphere. That means it's going to feel like the upper 90s, maybe even the triple digits. Now, by the mid to the late afternoon, sea breeze showers should pop up along the I-75 corridor and just like yesterday, push westward toward the nature coast. Those storms settling down shortly after sunset. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. In case you're wondering, the Pelicans have officially cleared Zion Williamson. So he's entering the final year of his rookie contract this offseason. Eligible for a contract extension. I just don't know what's going on in this situation. You want him? You going to keep him? Does he want to stay there? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, got about half an hour left today. Still plenty of time for your calls, questions, and comments. 3928255. You can email Russell at WRUF.com. It is interesting the point Mark makes. Because think about it, okay? Football, you can't taunt. You can't take your helmet off. You can't do any of that stuff. You get penalized for it. Well... I guess maybe because maybe it's more blatant. I don't know. But let, let me give you an example. As a hitter, okay, if I hit a home run and I flip the bat 
and I am running down first base, and the first base dugout is where Florida is, and you start pointing in there, that's taunting. To his point, nothing happens. Now, if I were pitching, something would happen the next time they got up. But that's another story. So, but I mean, yeah, there is a double standard, I think, with a lot of the other sports that don't. Now, do you see that in tennis? You know, Shelton actually yelled at, wasn't the guy from San Diego, I think, that he was playing against in the singles final, and he said, what are you staring me down for? And he said, you're just too good. That, that shot was just, so I mean, you know, there's talk, right? But I wonder what would happen if in a singles tennis match, you know, Shelton goes, oh, take, you suck, take that. I mean, what are they going to do, throw a flag? You know, unsportsmanlike conduct, Ben Shelton. So, I mean, football is an odd sport in that. Now, basketball, you get a technical, you know, for doing whatever. But, yeah, I, I see your point, Mark. I do. Kyle says, I'm a Vol fan in Knoxville. I really enjoy listening to you on Sunday. When you yelled at Trey Lipscomb, it was hilarious. I was impressed with UF. I thought the two-base error to open the seventh was a dagger. If not, for that, I really believe it's a different game. But even after it was 7-0, you guys fought back. It was one swing away from being right back in it. No doubt Florida can go very far in this. Anyway, thanks for the broadcast and best wishes to you guys. Kyle, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. And I will also say this. That place was mobbed with Tennessee fans. I mean, give them credit for traveling. The last time they won the SEC tournament was in the 90s. So, I mean, I get it. You know, you wanted to do that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think it was the sixth inning, though. Wasn't it the sixth, not the seventh? Um, because, just trying to think now. The fifth was the throwing error. I think that's the inning he's referring to, yeah, for in the Tennessee game. Um, and then... They got the runs. Um, but give Florida credit, they were right there. And, you know, Langford, I think he would tell you probably misjudged the ball in left field. That, that ha- that's going to happen. All right, uh, we have a couple of emails to get to, but Kyle, thank you for yours. Uh, if you have a response to what Mark said, I don't know what you would – I don't know what the penalty would be. Like, what would you – I mean, in football, you know what it is if you taunt, Right. But what happened? That's the other thing I think in sports. What do you do? So do you do eject the player? No, I think you'd have to have a set of rules. Let's just use baseball or softball just for one sport. Okay. First of all, define taunting. What is it? Pitchers can go crazy on the mound, right? They strike somebody out. Okay. And they don't get the scrutiny hitters do. If a hitter hits a home run and stares at it and, you know, pimps it a little bit, right, they get criticized for that. But when the pitcher gyration does everything, it's okay. Well, to me, again, I'm an old pitcher, that's a double standard. But I don't know how you would legislate that, in, and I'm just using baseball or softball. How do you legislate that? How do you say you know, that you can't spike the football. Because I think, to his point, spiking football is kind of like a bat flip. 
isn't it? I mean, if you're going to compare it. So, but you can do that. So what is, quote, unsportsmanlike conduct? And if you did have a rule like that, what's the penalty? You can't do 15 yards, obviously. So what do you do? Do you do ejection? That's a, I mean, they don't do that in football. So that's pretty steep. But it is interesting, Mark, the point you make. I have not, not really thought of that in that regard, but I see what you're saying. Um, it is a bit different. Um, all right, let me get to a couple of other things here. Tom says, uh, Steve, would, if you were Greg Sankey, would you eliminate divisions in the SEC? Ooh, Ooh that's a good question. I don't know, and I'm not dodging it. Here's why I say that, Tom. I think you have to have other parameters decided first. Like, what are you going to do if you don't do that? Is it pods? How's that going to, you know, how many games you're going to play? I think all of that is a uh, all-encompassing discussion, not just say we're going to eliminate divisions. How many games do you play? What do you do after that? But I do think it is going to be discussed um, at the at the meetings in Destin. Woody's on the phone with us. Woody, hello. Yeah, hey, Steve. Interesting uh, conversation. You know, we're having this conversation about bad behavior in baseball because we all just watched Tennessee act like buttheads for the whole weekend, you know, following the example of their coaches obnoxious and their fans that are out of control. So, uh uh, I find it interesting. I, I find it irritating. You know, one, uh, one bat flip now and again, you know, uh, during a major league game, I don't I don't particularly worry about that. But uh, there's times when I remember some uh, some LSU players uh, where it seemed pretty constant, you know, and uh, Tennessee, it's just, it's just ridiculous, over the top. I mean, you just act like you just scored the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl when you hit a double and you're, you're standing there, you know, uh, taking your helmet off and taking a bow and all this stupid crap. So, um, you know, when you do that stuff in football, uh, you know, you, you penalize the whole team. A guy does it on offense, they back him up 15 yards, it hurts the whole team possibly. Uh, sometimes it removes scores from the scoreboard. Nope, you held. You were obnoxious. You took off your helmet. So, uh, so you know, you're going to kick off, uh, you know, farther back. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff penalizes the whole team, right? So how about, um, you know, this, this, this nonsense, and I'm sure they'll have to draw a line somewhere, and it'll be a judgment call. We won't always agree with the calls, just like in football. But let's say a guy gets on second base and takes off his helmet and, and does all this screaming at the sky and that kind of thing, or he's uh, throwing the bat and pointing like you, we just saw. Uh, let's say the um, next time they get up the bat, they start with one out, just automatically. Uh, pretty heavy penalty penalizes the whole team, but it's not ejection game over kind of thing. And uh, I think it'll legislate itself. You know? What yeah, do you think? That's I, I, and that's one way to do it. The way that you describe it would be a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, if it's a pitcher, if it's a, let's say, uh, like we had a player get get a little upset with a Tennessee player screaming in his face after he uh, after he got on third base. Uh, let's say the the umpire decided that our guy instigated it. Okay, that was a defensive guy doing it when we were on defense. But next time we get up to bat, we start with one out. Uh, you know, pitcher being obnoxious, and they do that sometimes. I don't really find it too offensive when they when they're facing their own dugout and they're and they're having a good time. They, you know, they holler or whatever. Uh, but occasionally, you know, sometimes it 
pitchers can be a little out of control. Next time your team's up to bat, you start with one out. I, I think that would be fair. I, I'm not sure. Well, I'm going to say I'm not sure that'll, that'll ever happen, but Lord knows these past these past three, four, five these past three, four, five years, a lot's happened. I never thought would happen. So never yeah. say never. But I think it would take a lot, Woody, to have that happen. I, I just don't see that. But I see what yeah, you're saying. I don't think there's enough of it going on to where everybody's there's an outcry. I mean, a lot of people think that the the helmet rule in football is what they call it the Miami rule because they were just so ridiculous about it, you know. Uh, but um, uh, I don't know. Maybe the umpires, maybe they could just tell the umpires, look, go over there and tell that guy to knock it off or he's going to have a seat, you know, something like that. Hey, coach. Well, but you can't do that. that. You can't do that, in my opinion, because what are you telling him to knock off? There's no rule. There's no – that's a subjective yeah. thing, right? Uh, I, I thought what the Tennessee guy did – you know, was was obnoxious and said so, you know, on the air. But there's no rule that says he can't do it. So the umpire can't go over there and say, don't do that, because there's no rule to break. So they'd have to pass rules for what an umpire warning would con- Sure, because they, just okay. like they pass That's rules in football for, you know, taking the helmet off or whatever else you, that they're doing. I mean, they kind of already do that. Uh, like, uh, uh, you know, now it's course chirping a little too much. Don't power look over there a couple times, tell him knock it off. And if you don't, he says, excuse me, sir, you're going to the showers. Bye. You know, so they kind of already have some of that. They just don't have it for obnoxious behavior during play. But you have to you define know? obnoxious. That, yeah, that's, exactly. that's the problem. What's obnoxious? And that, you know, it's, when you're, it's when the team that's playing your team is doing it. That's obnoxious. You know that. Well, but, yeah, <laughs> I, I get you. All right, Woody, I appreciate your call. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. That, that's the problem in legislating something like that. And look, it's also changed one of the one of the great things about baseball back in the day. And I was pretty good at it, but also didn't like it when it was done to me was bench jockeying. You could I mean, when I played there wasn't much you couldn't say outside of you know language or something like that um and you hear it all the time now in the stands and maybe because i've gotten older and maybe this is a subject we'll tackle another day when i go to a baseball game to a gator game i'm appalled by some of the things that i hear I really am. And, you know, I'm sorry, but there's a double standard here at the University of Florida when it comes to athletics because the rowdy reptiles, who I think are great, okay, don't get me wrong, I think student involvement and whatever, but if you really hear some of the things that they say, pretty nasty and pretty personal. Okay, but yet that's a wonderful thing. You go to a baseball game and I hear adults saying things. I mean, if it's a student to a student, eh, okay. But I hear grown men making fun of a, of a college player and yelling at them. What's that? Is that what is that what a fan is? 
I will never forget this. Ole Miss had a designated hitter last year who was a football player, I think. But he was a big, heavy guy. And he gets up, and this guy says to him, Hey, uh, I guess you're eating a lot of meals up there, huh? Oh, yeah. And he gets into a double play. And the guy, the kid's running back to the dugout, didn't say a word, had his head down, and he, the guy said something to this effect. Hey, go back to the dugout, get some more snacks. You, you kind of need What is that? Why would any fan of any team say that? That's not a fan. You're just an idiot when you say that. You're just a jerk when you say that. Now, if, you were, if, if a guy bat flips, if, if, if the Tennessee guy got up and you want to get on him a little bit for flipping the bat, okay. You know, hey, hope you strike out this time after that bat flip. Okay. But not because of his weight or not because, you know, root for your team. I hear that more and more and more when I go to a game and maybe I'm old school. just bothers me. 145, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Another segment coming up, and we're done. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. The Tampa Bay Rays continue their series with the Texas Rangers. After a 9-5 loss last night, the Rays are looking to bounce back with a win tonight. Ryan Yarbrough is projected to take the mound for the Rays. Tune in right here at 7.30 for coverage of tonight's game. After a strong performance in the SEC tournament over the weekend, the Gator baseball team is set to host the NCAA Regionals, where they will host Oklahoma, Liberty, and Central Michigan. Gator softball has advanced to the Women's College World Series. They are set to take on Oregon State on Thursday in Oklahoma City. In the NHL, the conference finals begin tomorrow when the Tampa Bay Lightning travel to play the New York Rangers. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Hey friends, today I want to talk to you about sex. Yep, sex. But don't worry, this won't get graphic. And if you're driving, keep your eyes on the road. You see, sex was God's idea from the beginning. That's right, he invented it. Contrary to what you might think, God is not anti-sex or anti-pleasure. He created us with sexual desires. But God is clear. He invented sex to be enjoyed exclusively between one man and one woman in marriage. Sex is like a fire in a fireplace. Inside the fireplace, it brings warmth and comfort. But when it burns outside the fireplace, the fire brings destruction. And don't we see evidence of this destruction in the world today? God's way is radically countercultural. It's not easy, but it really is what's best with sex. So do you have the courage to trust God with your sex life? You won't regret it. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. It's awesome. Okita America is the best. It's summer camp season, and nobody in Gainesville does summer camp like Okito America. That's one of the reasons we came here, to make new friends. Weekly field trips, academic coaching, sports programs, and more. Okito America has classes for all ages. Whether you want full days, half days, or individual days, they're all available for the summer for all ages three and up. Drop by Okito America today at 6900 Southwest Archer Road or find out more at okitoamerica.com. 
Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. Place. Nobody seems to know what to get Millie or Jimmy for their wedding present. Camel sticks always make a nice gift. Maybe you can find out where she's registered, maybe a place setting or maybe a silverware package. Okay, let's get to it. Every Wednesday morning at 11, we invite you to join the radio team of former Gators pitcher Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell as the International Diamond Center is proud to bring you On Deck. Our baseball radio play-by-play battery will analyze and evaluate the latest with the Gators, SEC, and everything taking place in college baseball. Rotations and Mr. Rawlings are always front and center. Last season, I led this club in ninth inning doubles in the month of August. On Deck, presented by the International Diamond Center with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell. Wednesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, maybe tomorrow we'll have a little fun with this. Um, because in one of the, the uh, promos that Seth Hart puts together for our station and does a great job in, in programming our station, he plays Diamonds Are Forever, which is from a Bond movie. Well, it is now 60 years since the first Bond movie. 60 right? 1962. Dr. No. So maybe tomorrow we'll do your three favorite Bond movies, just for grins. I want you to talk sports too, but you know, we'll have, we'll throw these in occasionally. Over the summer, we, we, we've got a couple of things planned here that I hope you'll like. Mark Wise is going to return for an entire show and I'll promote when he's going to be here. But we're going to specifically talk about his views on officiating in college, how he thinks it can be uh, improved, cleaned up, whatever that word is. Uh, hope to have Lee McGriff here. Um, you know, with, with Mick Hubert's retirement, all the accolades that Mick got, which are certainly, certainly merited. Well, Lee McGriff's been doing Gator football broadcast for a long time, too. And I want to give him a, a good send-off. And I hope to have him here. He was one of the first people to recognize the talent in Kyle Trask. I remember him telling me, see this Trask kick can play. That he can throw. And he was right. Uh, Porter, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, a bunch of random things. Yeah, I was I was thinking how you know, it was still a great weekend. But I was like, this this has a potential to be one of the greatest all weekends all time in, in Gator sports. You know, if we close it off by beating Tennessee for the SEC in baseball, because uh, like if college Florida now win a national championship in tennis, seven two of the final four, uh, 
winning super regional on the road, uh, coming back from two, and you know, and, and, and baseball the way the way they you know battled um, pitching, pitching, hitting when they had to, and, and it was just great. And defense, the defense showed up. Um, how good from from being there in person? How how great was that catch Ty Evans made running back to his right towards the the, the, the wall because he, he had to dive and it was full extension and it was tailing like it was over his head and to, to his right. It, it looked it looked awesome. I was just what was your take on how great that was? He made he made several good catches. Right. Um, that was the most difficult to make because of what you just said. Um, yeah, obviously, really good, yeah, see, and and it's good see to those. see him. You know, I mean, he, he, he didn't hit great in the tournament, but uh, he is a player, I think, that in the future he'll be reckoned with here. He's going to be a good player. Absolutely. Well, it's like you see those full extension catches almost every night on uh, um, you know, the top ten, and they're all great. But the camera, I don't think, captured that this was – he wasn't just diving out. He was having to dive with the ball going over his head. And I can almost – it was, it was great. <laughs> I can't imagine how hard that was. And, you know, it was, it was super. Um I think there's going to be a uh, potentially there's going to be a new number one public enemy in Blacksburg. Florida uh, <laughs> gets to go up there and have a, uh, they get to have their baseball season end just as their softball season did, losing as a national seed at home to the Gators. Um, they're not going to think much of us, but you know that's okay. But well, I, mean, I don't I don't have a... any problem if they lose in the in their super and uh, we get to host the, uh, if they lose in the regional and we get to host the super next week. That's fine by me too. Yeah, there's a lot that has to happen for that to happen, but I get your point. Absolutely. And I had a question I want to ask about the air, but I can't. I looked, I distracted on that and forgot what it was. So, all, all right. right. Be safe. Go Gators. All right, Porter. Thank you. Uh, Gator alum Al says, glad somebody mentioned the misplay by Langford in the Tennessee game. Don't think enough was said about the significance of that play they had in the rest of the game. For softball after that first game, it seems like somebody on the coaching staff figured out the way our girls were swinging the bat. It looked like they became aggressive and stopped going to bat looking to get walked. They hit everything. Also, Lexi's a power pitcher. Virginia Tech wasn't ready for that. Great job. Go Gators. Well, that's, that's part of coaching. That's part of understanding, uh, in, especially in a series like that. You know, who is at, for that day, for that series, for the lineup you're facing, who is the most effective arm to put out there? And it takes a while sometimes. You know, you, you have that luxury in softball. You don't have that luxury, obviously, in baseball uh, because of the, you know, the, the way the pitching is in baseball. Um, all right, let's see here. A couple of more emails, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, Bill says, uh, Steve, were you surprised uh, when you were gone they released the uh, start times for the Gator games almost all being at night? Were you surprised by that? Eh, no, no. Uh, I don't like them personally because it's a late night for me. But I get why fans like it because you can, you know, tailgate all day and go to the game. Um, but that means when we do the extra point show, it's you know eleven thirty or midnight or you know whatever. But no, I television provides great great dollars to sports programs and you have to live with that you just do nobody i mean fans can complain i get it okay but otherwise schools can't complain much because of the revenue that generates for this league 
I mean, you just, you know. Um, this is also strange. Did I read correctly um, that Alabama-Texas is going to be a noon kickoff? Yeah, Central, 11 a.m. That's, that's unusual. Um, and then CBS, and at the end of its contract now, uh, it's going to be kind of weird. You, you, I mean, look, I'm a history guy. We have seen games change networks and, you know, who's doing what. Um, but it is, it is kind of weird. Um, the first SEC game is going to be week three when Auburn hosts Penn State. So, and Georgia, Florida, Florida, Georgia, whichever you prefer, already been announced. So, yeah, good stuff. Final couple of emails here before we say goodbye for the day. Paul says, uh, when you were at the games this weekend, uh, the Tennessee crowd was awesome. How was Florida's? Oh, boy, I'm going to get in trouble here. Gator fans, as a rule, don't travel well in terms of numbers. The fans who are there are great, okay? But they just don't travel well. LSU always travels well. Arkansas always travels well. And my God, half of Knoxville was in the stadium the other day. And, you know, I have a theory as to why. And if you're a Tennessee fan, don't hate. But look, what are you good in? As a school, what are you good in right now? Men's basketball, women's basketball, softball, okay, but what are you really good in? Well, baseball is really good right now. And, you know, people like supporting a winner. That's why uh, if, if, if Tennessee were, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever, the, the, the sixth seed in the SEC, do you think the fans would? No, no. They want to jump on a bandwagon because they're winning big, and that's okay. That's what fandom does. That's our show for today. By the way, Nick Belmonte, thank you. Um, I was trying to think of the when somebody asked at the beginning of the show about the, the runner at second base, Herb Washington was the guy in the, in the Oakland A's I was trying to think of and couldn't think of his name. So, Nick, thank you. Thanks to Alex for producing today. Thanks to Seth Kalina from Pro Football Focus and Nick Belmonte for being here today. And most of all, we thank you. Don't forget, Jeff and I here at 11 in the morning for the On Deck Show. Then we'll do Sports Scene for a Wednesday. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W.